Hi, my name is Titi Mutendi and you are listening to Enterprising Families Podcast. Welcome to the world of Enterprising Families where we discuss the issues of governance, next gen and looking at how families of wealth and family businesses growing into families of wealth can preserve their wealth, become better as they go forward into a new generation. Hi everyone and welcome to this episode of Enterprising Families and on this episode of Enterprising Families we're going to be discussing next gens creating their own pathway and I'm very excited to have with me Cara Macklin and she's going to be breaking down her own journey as well as the work she does helping other next gens navigate their own pathway and the decisions that they make to live their own life. So um, welcome Cara. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to have you here. And before we get into the topic of the day, I would like you to introduce yourself. No problem. So I'm a next gen myself. So I grew up in my own family business in Northern Ireland um, and worked in it for 15 years as a director. Um, and we'll get into that, no doubt, in terms of my journey. And then I left that business in 2019 to set up my own business and um, advising other next gen family leaders in terms of their own journeys and, and very much around business innovation and scaling and so we were very specific when you chose this title because um i had a conversation with you and you shared your personal journey and how you were in the family business for the longest time and you understood the dotting the, the dotting the i's crossing the t's and how everything worked but you also then decided to take your own path and make your own journey what does that look like what does your journey look like so far and why the decision to then help other next gens? Um, so I'll try and do a very brief overview of my journey. Um, so like most next gen, you know, who grow up in a family business, I'm second gen. So it's part of your life from your very, very young. Um, I went into the business after university at 25 and very operational in the business. My parents own elderly care homes, hotels and property. Um, so when I went into the business first, you know, we had about 250 employees. We had three businesses and I was managing one of those and, and doing other roles as well. HR, managing all the HR, managing all the procurement in the business. And, you know, my journey over kind of the next 15 years in the business. Um, I sorry, before coming into the family business, I was in London for a year. So I worked in Marks and Spencers, which is a big retailer in the UK. Um, so I worked in their food trend studio. So that was my first introduction to kind of formalized innovation in business, which I really just loved. Um, so I suppose brought part of that back into the business in terms of how do you innovate and keep developing and growing and scaling a business um, and very much how you develop the people along that journey. Um, so over the next kind of 15 years, I, I did a lot of different roles in the family business. Um, so I opened three businesses um, as we scaled the business. I you know, sales and marketing. I, I ran the hotel. We have a four-star hotel, um, right from, you know, working on the floor at Christmas time to, you know, dealing with the bank, selling weddings, completely redesigning the hotel to, to a very different concept. Um, and I suppose through that journey, my passion really is developing a business, you know, with the key fundamentals around scaling innovation and how you develop the people you know, we are, when I left the business in 2019, we had nearly 700 employees at that stage. So, well, 
people would argue that we are we are a people business, which we are. So our business is very much dependent on the success of our people because we're service. I argue every business now is a people business. Um, and if you're not developing the people in any business, whether it's manufacturing, technology, um, retail, service. Um, so then in during my journey, then I got a scholarship to do my MBA in London. So I went back in 2015 to do that. Um, and I suppose very much, although I was in the family business, I always very much was along a journey of my own path as well. And that's very important that you find your own way, your own leadership style, your own interests in terms of where your skill set lies the best. And because, you, you know, you can, anybody can fall into the trap of falling under a leadership style that they look up to, whether it's in your boss or your whatever. In a family business, that just happens to be your parents. Um, and actually, you're very, we're all very heavily influenced by our parents anyway. So you have to be careful of that. Um and when I came back from London then in 2016, having done my MBA, I got to work then internationally when I was in London. Um, and I suppose I just had new ideas, you know, I had a, a new idea for the nursing home side of our business. So we created a completely new concept in elderly care. And um, so that was very, very innovative and, and the first in the market in, in Ireland. Um, and then by 2019, I suppose I was further along on my journey and, and probably on hindsight, didn't realize at the time, but very much wanted to make my own mark in the world um, and probably felt I would, you know, my own journey would be that I would do that outside the family business and do it my own way. Um, and I knew I could really, I could see the impact we had with that new care home concept I created. And I felt if I could combine the innovation and the scaling and the leadership development of my team, and help other next gens of my age in different industries, then the impact on the world would be much greater. So I could work across different industries and help other next gens do in their business what I did in ours. Um, and together then we would have a, a much bigger impact. So I suppose that was kind of the deep down kind of legacy piece for me and, and my own path and journey. Um, but that, you know, it sounds very simple and you know it all fell into place it certainly didn't and no doubt you're going to ask me the challenges and, and that wasn't always the plan the plan was always I would be in the family business my whole life um you know so it there was a lot of twists and turns and um it, that wasn't the original plan now just you sharing this um recalls current events that are happening with um the royal family and the choice by um mm -hmm. one of their members to say you know what I'm not mm -hmm. going to be part of the family business. I am just not interested. Mm -hmm. I want to have my own path. And the pushback that comes with that, when you decided mm -hmm. you wanted to forge your own path, did you find any resistance or was there a transition you went through so that everybody could align and see that you had to be given your own chance to forge your own path because you are an individual, although you've grown up as part of um, a bigger organization, uh, a bigger family rallying call, but then you just, I want to have my own identity. Yes, I suppose if you think of it, you know, and, and the similarities with the, what's going on in the Royal Family, there are a lot of similarities. You know, when you're in any institution, when you do it the same way and the whole institution and everything stays the same, that's probably okay and that works. When you start to push boundaries and do things very differently, um, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't work in terms of the institution. And, you know, I always say it's not that doing something different 
from this an issue it's how how much of a level how far can you go and how you know how much are people going to coming into any institution and you know if that business they're going to do their own way but when you get further and further away from the institution and the way it's being done potentially you have someone in charge of the institution and we see in the royal family saying well actually you know we're we're happy enough if you do that bit but we're not okay that you do that bit so then that's when you have to make the decision well am i happy to stay in this institution and the way it is and is that going to be okay for me or am i not and you know obviously harry and megan made the decision that they weren't because they had a, a bigger extreme or further away from how you know the royal family one that was probably similar to me you know i our family business is very sizable and you know you can't just come in and suddenly change something again and particularly when it belongs to someone else you know it's my parents business so um you know yes like any family business you know we're no different there is challenges along the way in any family business and the dynamics that go with it um but when i chose to leave i mean it's very much my life and um and you know the decision was mine so you know my parents still run the business with my brother and it's very successful um so you know i made the decision to leave and that was fine and now you work with next gens um that decision was probably a personal one because of the experience you've had and and it helps a lot especially if you're a next gen to have someone who's gone through an experience speaking with you and walking you through it and helping you make the best decision for yourself because um every every next gen has their own thought process and and needs what has been your experience in terms of when your clientele comes to you and says right I want out I want to forge my own path what does it look like what do I do the hardest thing and I went through this too the hardest first thing is what are you going to do you know I didn't really realize and I see it now with a lot of my clients your whole identity psychology values psyche world is tied into your family business when you go up in it and you work in it um so there's a huge amount of work to do around that first. Um, a lot of next gens, you know, in some ways we can do anything we want in life. But the challenge that comes with that is to say we can do anything we want in life. So what do you actually do? Like you've got this, you know, world. Um, and then it's very much you've got a certain expertise in certain industries. So do you go down that road? So for me, it was healthcare and hospitality. The challenge of that then is quite often you want to forge your own path. So you want to make your own mark, not like your parents. So there's a there's the challenge of, OK, do I stick with the expertise I have in the industry I'm in? And in reality, I'm going to be compared to my parents and I'm going to do the same. Part of the reason you've left is you want to forge your own path, you know, and it's we go through a process very much around the psychology piece and then the business expertise and the resources you have and um and the thought process and it takes time you know to go through and, and work through with someone and you know I suppose the biggest lesson I had was the next decision is not the forever after you know I came out and I said oh, I need to figure out what I need to do right now and this is my life and this is forever and you know you make the next decision for now and if that sorry if that's the right decision fine if that's not the right decision then you make another decision. Um, so there is a process that you go, it's not just a one-off, well, now I've left and I'm going to absolutely do this because there's, yeah, there's a lot of things to unpick with them. And then in terms of creating a support system, 
I know um, the importance of creating and having those people around you who are supportive, who are going to be objective and give you the right type of support because you're obviously going into a space where, like yourself, if you've grown up in a family business, it's the way of life. It's all that you know from the time you are born at times and everybody goes um, and works in the family business and has participated in it. And then you're saying, I appreciate the value that I've gotten from this business, but I want my own path. How important is it for next gens to get that support system in place, whether it's family members or people outside the family to help them during that transition period? Absolutely critical. I mean, I cannot emphasize it enough. I've had support systems the whole of my life in business. Um, both I obviously have my own family, but outside of that, I brought I have my own mentors and coaches. And and for anyone, because I didn't know at the time, and you know, and you well know this, but you know, the difference a mentor is someone who you know in a business context can give you business advice. And so for me, you know, I do the mentoring with my next gens around their business and their leadership and how to scale. The coaching is very much around the psychology piece and um and that's a different skill set and we do that as a business as well and, and I do. Um and you need both of those things because if the two aren't aligned, it's not going to be successful. I would say in one hand, yes, your family are very important, but don't forget your family can only help you with the journey that they've done. So one hundred percent, and I know this with a lot of other next gens who left their family business, you need external people who are not linked to your family to give you a completely proper objective view. Um, so you need to find your own people you trust um, that you can talk to. Because even with me, you know, you're saying the next gen piece is crystal clear. I mean, that took me a couple of years to get to that. And it was actually, I mean, you and I were introduced by Nikkei and Annie. Um, and it was Nikkei helped me um, with that work. And that, you know, just having someone outside um, they can see things that you can't see and give you ideas and a fresh perspective and and be objective as you say is it, it you know it, I really can't emphasize enough how invaluable it is I couldn't have done this journey on my own and I, I still have advisors um, and different advisors for different things and different mentors um, on my journey. Looking at, at, at that focusing still on your you're having this um, collection of people that you are putting together that are going to support you through this journey and that are going to help you look um, objectively at what you're facing. Sometimes you may not have a plan. You're saying, okay, I, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know how I want to do it. Um, what are some of the tools you used to find your own pathway? Because it's not necessarily, I have a plan. I'm going to go do this. Sometimes it's, I would like to to have my own identity and find my own path and at the same time that involves me understanding who I am which I don't know who I am outside the family business yeah no I mean I always say to people no one is ever going to you have to make a decision about what your path is but to help you with that there are lots of structures and mechanisms and tools as you have said so you know on a let's say on the coaching on the site psychology side there's you know huge you know number of tools and different tools we would use around finding out who you are like to give you one very simple example there's a lot of psychology around who we were between the age of naught to seven is who we are naturally 
and then you know those are primitive years in our life and then young teenage years and then teenagers and you at that stage you're self-aware enough to start to adapt to the world and your parents and and they adapt yourself so much to fit into the world rather than being who you are naturally so you know that's one thing we do for example you know I asked the question like when you were what was what did you want to do when you were really young and you know someone might say oh I wanted to be an astronaut or what you know some crazy stuff so it's not necessarily that the person is going to be an astronaut but there's things that you unpick from all of that stuff. You know, so one of the things, to give you an example, I wanted to be a fashion designer. Um, now, how that translates into my business is I am extremely creative and innovative. So I can see ideas and things, that, even in other people's business, that no one else can see. So that brings a skill set. So it's, you know, looking at um, all the different facets of your life. And then the techniques we use is how we pull that together. And we then make, you know, I'll say to some of my clients, look, what I can see in this is this. I'm not saying this is what I'm telling you to do, but what's coming to my mind. And you just have someone who's a completely different. Um, and, you know, then there's certain ways that tools that you can try certain things or kind of lean into certain things. Um, So it's, I mean, when I did my coaching training and I did my coaching um, qualification in 2016 and it transformed my life um, personally, professionally in terms of that journey and I didn't actually realise it at the time but when I look back there was a huge amount of finding my own path which started at that point um, so yes as well as having a business mentor you know, I can't advise enough of having a really good coach to help you with and every stage of your life is different in terms of what you want and who you are and, and your own identity Um now, turning back to looking at um, the experience um, as somebody who stepped away from the greater identity of the family, which is the business, have you found that there are probably ways um, that you've used or you've seen other people use to bridge the family and the next gens in realizing that the business itself might be a part of the family identity, but family is important overall and even if the next gen decides I'm taking my own path, they still remain uh, a, a part of the family and whatever path they choose still remains part of the family's identity. Yes, and you know, when any next gen leaves, there is work to be done with them because very often the family and the family identity and the family business is all tied together. Mm -hmm. um, but we have to remember it's the family first and foremost. So, you know, there's a role for everybody in the family when they're not in the family business so it's doing a bit of work with them around what does that look like you know what's the communication like um what's the identity you now want to have in the family business and how do we are in the family sorry and how do we make that happen so so again that's part of the work because there is you know a huge undercurrent and psychological ties um that get very blurred so that has to be worked on as well in terms of and it's not that you know, necessarily it's a negative or families are fun or and even, the, you know, the families that get on really well together. The dynamic has changed and everybody needs to be aware of that. And, and just um, the next gen then also needs to be aware of what what their identity is in that mix now. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Cara, for unpacking this difficult subject, because I know um I'm 
and myself as a next gen and raising next gens, there is that need and feel to want to pass on the baton to to the next gens. And initially when they're younger, they they don't have much of a choice. They have to join the family business because that's what everybody is doing. But as they got, get older, um, I think I've learned from this conversation, the need to respect their decisions and respect the fact that they are family first and they they will sometimes choose their own path. What is um, advice you would give or three tips you would give to next gens and families as they're navigating a space where uh, there's a need to create their own identity for the next gens and the family to respect and embrace this new journey? Um, I know it's ironic I say this because it's what I do, but first and foremost, bring in outsiders to help you properly equipped outsiders not necessarily lawyers or some lawyers are okay they're lawyers and they're trained in law so you need someone who can work on this stuff and that'll be my first tip my second tip would be whether they're whether they stay in the family business or they leave they still need their own identity and start you know and start that journey as early as you can because who are the what you know because if you have someone in a business for you know whether they're children or not and they're behaving their natural authentic way and they're playing to their own natural being and strengths they will be much more successful and so will the business if the opposite of that happens there is big problems and actually those problems go across the business the family succession planning you know this finding your own path has so many ripples across so many things when you don't get it right and so that would be my three things one one I suppose last thing and and to be clear I'm not any way linked to this book or don't get any royalties or but there's a book that was written that's been um published this year called the quest for legitimacy um and it's a psychologist Dr Jamie Weiner and I possibly am going to do some stuff with him this year so I got to meet him in London this year um a few weeks ago and it is phenomenal I wish I it had been written 10 years ago so all next gens, actually anybody involved with a family, any family business, whether it's the family or advisors, should be reading this book. Um, and that's just for me personally um, and my journey and, and what I got from it. Well, thank you so much once again. Um, and I look forward to having more discussions with you uh, in the future. Is there any way that my audience can reach out to you or find out more about the work that you are doing with next gens? Yes, yeah. The easiest way is LinkedIn. Um, so just my name on LinkedIn um, to reach out. And, and very much if anyone like wants to drop me a question or um, I'm doing some research actually at the moment with next gens and just in terms of their journey and, and the challenges they face. And that's just totally confidential. So, you know, it's certainly not a sales pitch if someone reaches out to me to ask a question or, you know, I'm very, very passionate about next gens you know achieving their success and um so certainly feel free to to reach out to me on linkedin brilliant thank you so so much once again